Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, presented by Omaha, where we like to explore the best way to wager for casual cappers. And I am here today with Eddie Spaghetti, who came out firing, came out taking a 6-2.4 lead from uh, against me on the back of Bedard and his hot hockey picks on opening night. How are you feeling about that puck action after a drop uh, on Tuesday night, Eddie? I was just telling Brett uh, off air for me, that was like a, it was like a win-win scenario because uh, as a Rangers fan, I dislike the Penguins quite a bit. So the, the new face of the league is playing them in his first game ever. So I'm like, all right, great. Well, if the Blackhawks win this game, it's great for me because now the Penguins lost. And, uh, and then that, so that's what happened. The Blackhawks surprised me, uh, won that game showed how bad, how brutal the Penguins defense is, which would be great for me as a a Rangers fan in the Metro division with them, who they're going to be on the heels of us the entire season. And then seeing the great, the new phenom Bedard get his point uh, uh, assist on that first goal for the Blackhawks. Um, It was a really funny part in the game too, where he played a shift uh, Penguins took a penalty. He was like sitting on the bench and then it was like the coach, like right back out there for the power play is exactly what I said. He's got to stay on the ice as much as possible. It's so exciting. So glad the puck drop was here. Uh, I'm glad it's back. Cause I want to forget about football. <laughs> okay. Well, I am glad to have heard your hockey takes because I do want to move to what you just said and forgetting about sports in general. And I've got to say, Eddie, I have been working with you uh, about four years here at the network. I've loved getting to know you. And I like to think that we are beyond coworkers and we're at least kind of friends. Oh, and sure. as a as a friend, I am worried about you. I think it is time we have to have a little bit of an intervention. I listen to every single thing that you record on every show, on Minus 3, on Waiver Wired, on this show and everywhere else, and you are talking nonstop how much you have started to hate sports. Mm-hmm. And I've got I've just got to step in here for a minute. I've been reading this book, or I've read it for the second time, called The Happiness Advantage. And it's all about positive psychology, Eddie. It's about how do you find gratitude in your life? How do you find things that you like that help you become more appreciative and therefore change your mindset to enjoy more of your day-to-day? And the way you talk about sports now makes me think that you need to step back from the ledge, grab some perspective, and think about something that you like about sports for once. I get that you hate the Giants. I get that they suck. I get that I can climb all over them and make fun of you for them. Same for Notre Dame. I'm like, oh, no, that, you know, if they beat Ohio State, they'd be right into the uh, the top of the 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 rankings right now. Uh, Yankees sure. obviously had a bad year. I know you're not high on the Knicks. I think you are a little bit high on the Rangers. So I get that you're in a down place. Like, okay, let's accept that. But take a step back. You do this every day. You do this for a living. You get to enjoy the candy aisle of life, which is sports. So for one moment, can we take some perspective and can you sit on the couch here in a very safe space and just forget all the things you hate about it and remind yourself, what, Eddie, do you like about sports? That's a great question. What I like about sports. Well, uh, I'll start with if you're attending a sporting event, which I still like to do a lot of people in this current year, you know, the ticket price is too much. Parking's too much. Concessions too much. I hear that. I, I don't I don't blame you. If you have a, a 4K television in your own bathroom and your own drinks and snacks, why bother going? But 
there's something about going to a game, uh, especially if you have uh, the ability to tailgate before the game, or if there's like, you know, if you're in like a baseball town, like a Wrigleyville or even near Fenway and Yankees have a couple bars up in the Bronx, but like to hang out with the fans of the team before the game. So I love that atmosphere. Uh, I love the tailgate walking through there and you see people tossing a football around, blasting music. You smell the different smells from all the food. That's just a great experience. Um, it's exciting to be there, especially to see your, your team win. Um, another thing that's great about going to games is like, I've had some bad luck with the Yankees, but like I've seen Shohei Otani and every time I've gone to see the angels play Otani's in a home run, like seeing great players make great plays is, is pretty cool. So I, I definitely still love the in-person aspect of attending sporting events. And, you know, I, I guess like what I do love, um, you know, you brought up the Rangers and I do have relatively high expectations this year, which is setting me up for failure. But there's something great about. No, the, uh, no, you were doing so well, Eddie. You were the doing fire so in well. you, the fire in you when the season's about to start and you feel like, oh, man, this could be a good year. This could be a special year. I love the, the feeling of like going to new seasons, like your fresh, like clean slate, like nothing is happening. The record's unblemished, no injuries, no trades or you know, sign, uh, signings or, or, or free agency cuts or whatever. It's just uh, the roster, the puck does not drop yet. It feels great about that. So I do love the feeling of a new season. So there are some things um, that are still great about sports and why I love sports. And that's why I'm a passionate fan. So uh, I am happy. I'm not one of those uh, sports media members who like lost their fandom and just like a robot. That that to me is is bizarre. I don't, I don't get how you could do that. Okay. Well, you're definitely not a robot, you're, but you're more like a seek and destroy mission, it seems like. So I'm glad That's that right. you could actually list a few things that you like, and it's helpful. Like, if you start scanning the world for positivity, then positivity will follow. And I don't want to fi- sound like I'm some new age guru or something like that. I certainly am not. But I did, uh, I have gone through this myself, because I am a DC sports fan. And prior to 2019, when the Nationals won the championship, I also went to UVA, so UVA won the title mm-hmm. that year. I think we had about the darkest run in all of sports, so I found myself in your place and i've had to give this subject a lot of thought were you curious a couple of things that i love about sports eddie i would love to hear uh, especially yeah i mean your your fandom is probably through the ringer too so i'd love to hear it cool uh one thing and i think my favorite thing about sports it, it is to me the universal conversational language and what i mean by that is like if you were an alien who landed on the planet and you had to scan the entire world and pick one language to be to speak and uh, that would be all you would speak you'd probably pick english and I, and I know there's you know more people that might speak another language natively but a lot of those people know 50 100 words in english 200 words in english whatever it might be whereas like i don't know many americans who know phrases in mandarin chinese like we probably should but we don't and like being able to know sports this well allows me to walk up to or feel good that if i walk up to a majority of people in the world uh, i can have a two-minute conversation a three-minute conversation a five-minute conversation for some people it's 50 minutes for some people it's 50 years i'll be able to engage in this topic with them because they have some way that they think about sports that we can bond over that's the second thing i love about it sports in my life has always been a relational glue no matter what else is going on and no matter how distracted we might be, no matter how many years I drift apart from somebody or whatever it might be, sports is a tie that binds. It is obviously something that brings everybody back together. And that is so valuable as you age. Pass back to relationships and pass to forge relationships, as I'm saying, as it's a conversational language. 
you, like you can never take this for granted. And in my life and in so many people's lives, sports is the avenue to that, whether there's success on the field or not. Like you have discovered this. You love to talk about what your team is losing. You can't stop talking about what your team is losing because it's catharsis for you. And there's bonding and catharsis. And there's also bonding and celebrating. And there's bonding in the passage of time and the rituals like tailgating and all those sorts of things. And the ability to build those things via the sports is so powerful. And it brings me to my third one. And I, I have like I'm kind of like Russell Hammond at the end of Always Famous when they say, tell me what you love about music. And his answer is to begin with everything. So I can talk about this forever because I love everything about sports, essentially. But the last thing I'll say, then I'll get off my little monologue here, is uh, the range of emotions that is created through sports without true life or death um, kind of circumstances based on the result is so powerful. It's kind of like how uh, you train to go through dog fights through like a flight simulator. Like for me, sports is an emotional simulator. Like I can experience the highest highs. I can experience the lowest lows. I can get mad. I can get sad. I can get happy. I can laugh. I can do all those things. Every one of the human emotions is available to me through the avenue of sports. But at the end of the day, nobody died. Like we've got wars that are raging across multiple areas of the world right now. We've all gone through a tough time with COVID. There's all these sorts of problems with the climate. Like there's a million things that actually have consequences that are long reaching and um, and can generate life or death scenarios. Sports ain't one of them. And so having the safety and the confines of this area to explore the full emotional range without those outcomes that truly, truly, truly make a difference in the world is very powerful, very useful and very cathartic so that is my always famous or almost famous answer i'm happy to give more reasons but do any of those resonate for you and make you climb back off that ledge eddie come back into the warm breath of sports and stop talking about how you're going to quit this and just you know follow pearl jam around the globe oh that would be a dream um music's always first uh but i i think the bull you know the funny thing is and while it's an amazing thing we get to do and, and talk sports for a living which is that's that's like the double-edged sword of like being kind of public and having to talk about it what makes it like also worse and you know new york sports in general i think i don't know where you stand on this and i'm curious to hear your answer but i don't to me i think what's way worse than being a team that just you know you're going to be terrible and they are terrible and you feel like this never-ending cycle is going to you know stop but i think for me i get way more crushed when you have these expectations and you don't follow them like, you know, the Yankees. I, I mean, you can make the argument, you know, Sheck always does his uh, Sonic Award for worst sports. And you can make the argument like New York right now, obviously um, the Yankees and the, and the Mets too, I'm not even a Mets fan, but they had crazy high expectations, the highest payroll and the history uh, on the Mets side. Those teams don't make the playoffs. Jets and Giants, you know, the Aaron Rodgers injury, obviously devastating. That ruins their season. The Giants won a road playoff game last year, and they're just awful in every facet of the game right now. Um, the Knicks are going to be fine. The Knicks are probably a playoff team, but they're not better than uh, probably a handful of teams in the East, let alone the West. And then you have, um, you know, the Rangers who – uh, I don't even know how to get into them, but they're, they're going to be there. They're, they're going to be the mix, um, but it's, it's tough to, it's the hardest trophy to win in sports Stanley cup. So uh, I don't feel great about that just because of how difficult it is, despite how good the team is. So I think for me personally, like the, um, the expectations and then followed by terrible results is what really um, kills me. And, and Notre, I didn't even mention Notre Dame too. Obviously Notre Dame was in, you know, the, the Ohio state game, they should have won. Um, the Duke game was a strange one. They had a win last second, you know, uh, rushing touchdown. And then Louisville, I mean, 
Jeez. So it's like, uh, for me, it's like, oh, a team that could be in all these teams should be in the mix for postseason success. None of it happens. And I'm like, why do I bother? Why do I get invested? Um, so I guess that's where I, I stand on that uh, expectation yes. versus reality. So there's some studies on happiness, Eddie, that uh, are illustrative here, it, basically around income levels. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen these. Basically says once you have your needs secured, like more money doesn't necessarily mean more happiness. Right. So if you have, once you make whatever it is, 80, 85,000 a year, the, the, the marginal dollar increase doesn't have the same effect on your outlook on life. Um, and so like, you as a New York fan are living in the upper tax bracket of sports fandom. Um, you have the resources, you have all those sorts of things. You've already had kind of your sport needs secure because you are living in that mansion and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you were to talk to another fan who just has no expectation year after year, if you're, I don't know, I don't know who we should pick on here, but a Pirates fan, or I guess uh, now the Kings still have some hope, but like more bound fran- franchises that haven't had success in a really long time, they probably don't have their needs quite secured yet in this analogy. Uh, sure. So like they would look at your complaints and think that it's idiotic to to look down and say, oh, what are you complaining about? But anybody in that middle bracket is like, oh, we're right around that level. They would still want the money. So the fact that you have New York, the fact that you have this rich history, the fact that you have the resources to compete every single year and they don't live up to the expectations, the alternative of never feeling anything, as you were talking about with some media figures and or never actually having the ability to compete in the first place, they would trade places with you in a heartbeat. And try to keep that in mind. Try to keep the comparative perspective in mind, even after the Yankees flame out yet again with a massive payroll. Yeah, 82 and 80. Um, big change is coming, but I, I hear you on that. I would not trade the fandom uh, for anything. I'm glad I am where I am and not a, a robot who just roots for the league, which is one of my biggest biggest pet peeves uh, among sports. All right. All right. Well, I don't want people's pet peeves to be how long this opening is, so I guess we should wrap it up there. We'll go ahead and take our break and get into our picks for the day. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full, the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit 
visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, everyone, we are back, and it is time to move from the philosophical to the practical as we go through our picks for today and heart, head, heater, cred. And Eddie, now that you're you're uplifted, right? You feel better. You had a little therapy session. You're not going to quit on me. You're not going to walk off into the ocean for me to never see you again. You're going to show up for work tomorrow. I can count on you, right? There's no quit in me, and also the, the, the ocean here is too cold, so definitely sitting here. <laughs> All right, well... Speaking of cold, I am not doing great right now. You came out way better than me on Monday. So why don't you lead us off with your heart pick today? Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with my heart bet here because obviously you're betting with your heart, not the head that's coming next. Um, This one's the heart because I just feel like it's got to be this way, but there's a chance it may not. And what I'm saying is I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs minus 10 and a half, got that at minus 110, and you're going to say, why are you laying that many points, double digits, NFL? I get it. First of all, did you see Sean Payton screaming at Russell Wilson in the sideline? Have you read all the constant trade rumors about who they're going to trade off, the 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 Corlin Suttons and the Jerry Judys? And they go, no, 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 we're not trading them. Then the next day, they're back on the trading block. A uh, little word to the wise here. If they say they're not on the trading block and their names come up in rumors, they're on the trading block. That's how it goes. Um, so there's they're pending, like, how much money is Russell Wilson making? He's not even being that. He's not bad this year. He's okay. Hey, he's not Russell Wilson of Seattle, but he's been fine. Um, just a lot of mess with that team this year. And the biggest reason is their defense was supposed to be great. And their defense is not great whatsoever. In fact, Toby, they're giving up the biggest completion percentage to quarterback. 77.3% leads the league. Most yards uh, per attempt, eight and a half yards, 1,300 passing yards, given up 13 touchdown passes, given up. It's the most in the NFL right now. They're just so bad. And then who are they playing? The greatest quarterback in this era, Patrick Mahomes. He's going to put up a ton of numbers. I'll get to that later, but they're going to win this game by you know more than 10 and a half points. So uh, I'm sorry, Broncos fans going to be a blowout. I'm taking the Chiefs. That pick scares the hell out of me, and I'm not going to touch it. That is my official analysis until I get down <laughs> a little bit later in the show to tell you why. Uh, on my side, Eddie, this, this is a weird heart pick because they're so loathsome, but it's time to surrender. Astros money line plus 105. 
And I know you hate them. I know you hate God. them, and you have good reason to. But since 2017, they are now 20 and six in the divisional round. It is outright disgusting how good they have been. Borderline suspicious, even. Hmm. But regardless of how they are doing it, the books are not going to claw your money back, even if something is discovered later. And it's crazy that a team with this talent and this track record is still getting plus money in a round they have dominated in the modern era. So I don't know why I've been looking anywhere else. It's time to embrace your inner Astros, put down that hidden camera, hit that buzzer, throw all of the bets loudly in the trash can as you steal a little money from the books with them on the money line today. Toby, it's so funny you put this in there because I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the newest uh, waiver wire yet. I, we did with uh, with Jen yesterday, but she was like, you know, you're on Trinity. Did you did you give out uh, the Astros plus money? And I was like, were they getting plus money versus the Twins? <laughs> the Twins yeah. that the Yankees have owned have they've had no postseason success, and the Astros have a ton of experience. And like, you know, you could argue the I think the better roster on paper. I mean, so. I don't want to maybe I don't want to uh, uh, tail it just yet because it's early in this trendy episode. But the minute that Jen said that yesterday, I was like, oh, man, I, that's a that's a phenomenal one. So that's already on my radar. And I, I cannot agree anymore. OK, well, there's no argument here if you're agreeing. So let's move over to the head category. What do you got for us there? Well, already talking about the Chiefs and Broncos, and I said I, I teased a little bit. I said I had another head pick involving Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes plus one twenty three. Just basically echoing what I said before. This this pass defense on the Broncos is just so bad, and I know that Mahomes really hasn't keyed in on a receiver he loves, but Kelsey's there. I know he's banged up, but I just I see this as a game. The game flow is going to be the Chiefs are just going to score and score and score early. They're going to get a nice big lead, and they'll just sit on the ball in the second half. I could see Mahomes ending this with three touchdowns passes easily uh over 300 yards passing easily and um i i just think that it's going to be a breeze a stinker of a game so, so I, I really believe in the chiefs in this one and i think the broncos are really a, a loss or two away from some real implosion and like what the sean payton do now with this roster they, they clearly need like a, an entire overhaul so bad times for broncos fans again so mahomes over two and a half touchdowns plus 123 okay I do like that one. I like it more than your first pick because there's uh, less, you know, there's no backdoor cover and over on touchdowns. So right. I do like that one, uh, especially at a plus number. You adjusted it up nicely. So for mine, it is officially, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I am back on Perdomo. Perdomo under 0.5 hits, but now I am combining it with another hockey bet. Leon Dreisaitl over 2.5 shots on goal plus 188. And my friend, this was the only bet that hit for me on Monday. So it is time for another Perdomo power play where I use my favorite MLB player to give me a man advantage on another prop. If you're somehow just joining us, please go look at Perdomo's numbers to see why I am so obsessed with this bet. And he even added a new trick last game with multiple sacrifices that burn at bats and make this wager even easier to hit. And Eddie, don't say no one ever listens to you, my dude, as I only thought of this bet based on your advice. While results and points may vary a little bit in hockey, you advise that stats like shots on goal can be a bit more predictable. And I'm putting that to a test with a guy you praised quite a bit last episode. Dreisaitl started last year hitting this number in 14 of his first 16 games and finished the year by clearing it in 11 out of 12 in the playoffs. You have high hopes for the Oilers this year as they finally try to live up to their promise. And most players like to come out flying at the beginning before the midseason boredom kicks in. So effort stats like this one seem like a good place to play. You put them together with Perdomo and you get a tasty plus 188. 
Fantastic. Uh, I feel bad for our guy Perdomo, but he's catching every game, uh, every episode of Trendy. And then, you know, the dry sidle pick. I uh, appreciate you listening. And it's just a smart, smart play here because not only is he going to play with Connor McDavid on the power play, the, probably the most lethal power play unit in like the history of the league, which is crazy to say. But, you know, if you're a novice to hockey, never really watched the Oilers play, they're the team that I'm saying, like, hey, I have to watch something. I want to watch an exciting game. You're putting on the Oilers because of the way they play. They're always in the rush, they're always attacking. What does that mean? More shots on goal for Drysaddle. Drysaddle, who's won an MVP and is an MVP candidate, but he just happens to play next to the best player we've probably ever seen. So um, it's that's an incredible play there. I think they're going to be great this year. And Drysaddle is a you know forty nine percent of the reason why. So I uh, love that bet. Yeah, and I have to make it after Eichel cast this one for me on Monday with an empty netter at about 1.30 in the morning Easter. That is living, everybody. That is how you gamble. And I got to jump in and say the the Vegas Knights, like I I was maybe I was wrong about the Oilers. There's a game you have to see. You probably should go in person to a Vegas Knights game. When the the Lord Stanley comes out, they put it on top of uh, giant slot machines. Like Vegas just said it's so right. I'm just so happy the league, they caught on that market. Obviously Seattle too last year, but they really caught on in Vegas. It's a show. It's an entire spectacle there. So um, great for them. I'm glad they got their rings. They got the Lord Stanley again. What a show there. And yeah, they won the game and uh, I go with that bet. So uh, the Knights are a fun team to watch. Yeah. NBA is probably heading to Seattle and Vegas too for mm-hmm. the show to continue. This is going to be really exciting times in Vegas over the next decade. And they have the A's. Uh, so for the heat, <laughs> for the heater, um, Olsen and the Braves minus one and a half is plus two sixty going into this game. I flew a little too close to the sun on this bet on Monday as I went for the run line instead of the money line to push it over the plus two hundred mark. The Braves, of course, one by one with Olsen getting a knock yet again. But it does mean I will get three bites of this bet as the series will go at least four, and I love my chances at cashing at least once to turn a profit. Eddie, you also took the L as the Blackhawks took down the Penguins on the road on opening night is you see anything that scared you off the rest of the week no i didn't um what's weird about this matchup for the blackhawks uh from the penguins then then now playing the the bruins from the next portion of my heater is like the bruins and the penguins could not be two more different teams like it's insane how much different they are because you have the penguins who are very weak defensively a real question mark in net uh with jari and then you know you look at the blackhawks roster they're not very good but they have some finesse they have some guys who are with some offensive skill obviously bedard we talk about a lot but they have Corey perry and they have taylor hall they have some guys Seth Jones, too, playing in the power play unit, the the point man on defense. So they have guys who can throw the puck at the net, um, and that's obviously why they won the game versus the Penguins. But now playing the Blackhawks, like I said, a complete opposite team, like just forwards who play 200 feet and just big bodied physical forwards. They have their defense unit is incredible. Numbers one through six. You could either put in Swayman or you put in all market net probably won't matter because they're not going to do too much because their defense is just that good. Um, everyone is just sound defensively, which makes them a really, really hard team to beat, And that's why they were incredibly good last year. I know a lot of people are saying they're going to have a huge, a major drop off. Well, yeah, they broke a record last year. So I do expect the drop off, but they're still going to be a damn good team, even without Patrice Bergeron. So I am going to stick with the Bruins at home playing the very young and experienced Blackhawks. Um, so I, I think the Bruins will win this game minus the goal and a half. So no, the, the loss to the, to the, uh, the win rather versus the Penguins doesn't really scare me off. All right. And you're getting that at minus 120 at Caesars. So mm-hmm. you believe in Eddie, you believe he'll hit two of the last three to be profitable in this on the week, tail him on both, or if you don't fade him on both at plus numbers. Uh, so that moves us to our final category here, Ed, our credibility pick. Which one you believe in the most? And I will give you the honor since you have the lead. 
I did a, a parlay here. There's two games going on that I really like. Couldn't pick uh, either of them, so I jammed them both together. It's uh, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Hurricanes on the money line. Um, I believe it's at minus 102 because they're both big favorites. Now, I believe I talked to uh, a a little bit about the Canadians in the first episode of Trendy we did about teams that are going to be so bad this year. They're one of them. They're going to be bad. This matchup, obviously, with the the Maple Leafs being at home, you have the Maple Leafs and the Canadians, original six teams, huge rivalry, like the battle for Canada, although it's not really a battle because the Canadians have won like 25, whatever, uh, Stanley Cubs and the Leafs. We've been seeing every year the Leafs like inching to get there can they make it over the hump they have one of the best players in the game and Austin Matthews who by the way uh this came out on Twitter you know when we we put out our uh, minus three picks our futures picks with McDavid winning the heart some people like it could be McDavid uh, it could be Austin Matthews there's a path uh, I think he's in the mix for a guy to maybe stock some people if they do win their uh, division handily and he scores you know over 110 points it's it's gonna be McDavid but Austin Matthews one of the best players in the league right now so I, I do think the uh, the Leafs at home, they're inching towards the Stanley Cup. They should handle them no problem. The Canadians are not very good. And then reversely, the uh, the Hurricanes at home, uh, they're playing the Ottawa Senators. This is definitely the tougher of the matchups. Um, but the Hurricanes, if you look at any of the, you know, Caesars has them best odds to win the cup, uh, potentially most points in the league to win the president's trophy. They are so good. They are so well coached by Rod Brendamore. Frederick Anderson and Nett is, is great. And they just like every single position they have, they're loaded. They're so deep. They can roll out four lines. It doesn't matter. They're just they're so good. And this auto team is good. They're pretty top heavy at the forward position, but they're inching their way to maybe a, a borderline playoff team here. So a tougher matchup, but the Hurricanes at home, uh, they should take care of business here. So take the Leafs, take the Canes, money line them, parlay them together, uh, minus 102. So let's ride with that. I got bad news for you, friend. I am tailing this. And the reason that is bad news is we are going to cross the 100 bet mark of Trendy uh, today for the first 100 bets I've given out on the show. And the second worst I have done in any category is when I tail one of my opponent's bets. So this is just straight up a next level strategy move by me. Since you have two units on it and I will only lose one, I am mushing the hell out of you by following you in something I don't understand whatsoever. So consider me on board. But the problem for me, Eddie, is in those 100 bets where I have performed the worst is my own credibility pick, which is super pathetic since it's what I'm supposed to feel most confident in. And I am tired of losing it. I am tired of losing it. So I am trying something a little bit different today. I am going with the Chiefs minus two and a half, the over adjusted down to 41 and a half. So that's down six points. And Mahomes on two touchdown passes instead of three. Uh, So as I said, this is pathetic. I'm trying to move to a place I feel really comfortable and that is correlated that and aligns with my idea of the most likely outcomes on Thursday night. I know I'm going to sound like an internet meme with Charlie from Always Sunny with the string board, but I do not care. The Chiefs obviously don't care about covering and are just as satisfied with a one-point win as a 100-point win, so the 10.5 scares me to death as a result, and that is a massive window for the Broncos to crawl through in the fourth quarter. So I'm taking it all the way down to the field goal margin just to make me feel better. But after I do that, then I need some other bets to get the number back to respectability. As you've already pointed out uh, very capably at the beginning of the show, the Broncos D is horrific. So I don't see the Chiefs getting less than three touchdowns, and maybe they'll even get four. So at that point, I love Mahomes to get at least two of them, but maybe not all three of them, which is why I didn't tell your bet earlier. 
Um, so that would put them solidly in the mid to upper 20s once they hit that number. Then, And I'm super worried about the Broncos backdoor cover. Just the over under down six points allows me to hit that number as well as that easily plays out. So Chiefs are up 27-10. Meaningless Broncos touchdown makes it 27-17. Breaks your heart but leaves my ticket intact. Book it. I see this is why I waited to tell because I really wanted to take the ass shows. I know it would make Jen Piacente very happy, but I, I'm with you on this bet. I'm going to have to tell it. Like, I just feel so confident so strongly in the Chiefs. Uh, I think a different score outcome. I think the Chiefs going to be in the upper 30s, and I think they're going to have the, the Broncos in the low teens. But um, I, I just, I think, yeah, I think we're really in the precipice of some bad times in Denver. And I, and like, there's just really no reason to bet against Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, they're just kind of, they're almost boring at this point. Everyone wants to talk about, you know, the, the 49ers or, or, the Eagles as good as them and like what's happening to the Cowboys and it's like the the Chiefs just like yep we're gonna keep doing our thing and we're gonna be that's it and it's like we're forgetting how good they are and they're gonna win this game I love those bets so tail that all the way so a little love for our sponsor Caesars here like on their app you get to do really cool things like this you can adjust the line to wherever you want on the total or the spread and so like you don't need to do a six point teaser or a ten point teaser or anything like that you can actually do like bespoke teasers set it to whatever level you feel comfortable then you can even pile in a third bet like touchdowns or over on yards or whatever you want so a uh, great work by them great way to gamble when you have a very specific read on a game and I love the flexibility they give you in making this bet so outside of just giving them love at the sponsor break I want to give them some in in show love because I uh, I really do appreciate the ability to do this and it is wild that we could do it in this day and age and where like i grew up like going to vegas once every year and just begging for the scraps at my table and now i have all of this to feast on uh all right so let's go ahead and take a break give some of our other sponsors some love come back with the second guest express and say our goodbyes Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, Eddie, we are back. And before we do our plugs and get out of here, why don't we give everybody our second guest express again? Because you are whipping me so bad, you can go first. Sure, here. Um, you know, this one I like uh, for a number of reasons, and it's uh, Isaiah Pacheco to score uh, anytime touchdown there versus uh, the Broncos. The reason why I like it, number one, you know, the Chiefs are one of those teams that's kind of hard to figure out who their running back, their main running back is going to be. They kind of put guys in and out, whether it's Clyde Edwards, Lair or him. But the last three games, he's had 15 or more carries, which is a nice surprise, especially if you have Pacheco on fantasy. And the other thing, the main reason why I really like it 
is three uh, straight games with a touchdown. So I think he'll score here. It's minus 130. Um, the only reason I didn't include it, but I wanted to, is because, again, I don't know if, like, either the game script out of it or they're going to uh, have a different running back in. But uh, Pacheco, I feel like now they're they're pretty comfortable with him being the main guy. So I would not be shocked in the least if he scores versus the Broncos. Yeah, and just riding back into that Thursday night game because we got to get some action on it to make it more interesting than it'll probably be on the field. Mm -hmm. Like that fourth quarter might end up being a tough watch if you don't have something down on it. Um, Russell Wilson, over 1.5 touchdown passes, is plus 152, which is a really high number given the opportunity for garbage time here. And it's just a continuation of my thought process above uh, because I know everyone was dying for a sequel from that conspiracy-related rant about 27-17. Basically, it's just a garbage time bet. Wilson should be facing really soft defense in the second half, which even he can still operate against. Chiefs also gave up two TDs to Zach Wilson and Kirk Cousins in the last two weeks. So that proves that basically anyone can do it. Uh, my big concern here is actually that Russell gets hooked so Peyton can make him look extra bad on national TV while everyone's watching and give himself some leverage to possibly make the switch that he's clearly dying to make. But since I have you here, Eddie, one last bonus question for the listeners at home um, tied to fantasy since you are a host of waiver wired, believe it or not, I am leading my fantasy league in total points and my options at quarterback are Russell or Dak. So which one would you roll through this week as I have a rest of my stack team is being hampered at the top at the quarterback position? It, it's so funny that you asked me this exact question because I am um, one of my main leagues. I kept Aaron Rodgers in the late, late, late round, obviously injury. So then I drafted Deshaun Watson uh, late as a backup option there. He's been shaking. He may not play. So I signed Russell Wilson. So I'm like, all right, Russell hasn't been terrible. But then this week, I'm like, I, I just smell a, a Dallas Cowboys, like kind of what happened. You know, they lost the Cardinals in a huge revenge game the week after. I think I can kind of see that happening again. So then I'm right now in active trade talks to get Dak Prescott, who's on someone else's bench. So I guess that answers the question that I'm trying to start Dak Prescott. But I don't think if you have to go with Russ, I don't think it's the worst thing um but i i would you know i know you just cited you know the the chiefs defense giving up a a couple pass touchdowns to uh kirk cousins and to uh zach wilson the the cousins one doesn't they don't bother as, as much because he's having a phenomenal statistical season but um the chiefs past defense they they have been better than you know most people think the chiefs defense is not good they've been better this year um but i yeah i i feel would i would feel more comfortable with with dak this week so that, that'd be my take all right well i'm taking that out of your paycheck if you're wrong so we'll just uh, know that I'm suffering with him too. If I get him, if I acquire him, I want, you know, I will suffer with him. We go down together with the ship. That is fair enough. All right. So you just gave me some really good advice on Dak. What other advice did you give out on waiver wire this week? You know, I, I kind of jinxed and saying there's no major injuries before we recorded. Uh, it wasn't known that uh, Devin uh, Achan was going on the IR, was not known that Justin Jefferson was going on the IR. So it was like the main, you know, we had Lindsey Rhodes join who's, uh, you know, to be on the NFL Network, now host on Series 6M with Michael Fabiano. Um, we basically were saying like, if you took Justin Jefferson first overall, what do you do now? Find waiver wire pickups for that. And then, you know, another interesting question was if you have Jordan Addison, I do in, in some leagues, do you expect him to put up those JJ type numbers or is he going to be more in line with what he has been? So uh, a lot of conversations centered around him and, you know, if you lost guys to the IR and what are you doing the Zach Moss versus Jonathan Taylor situation? So a lot of reaction to uh, guys who have been injured. And uh, unfortunately, that's kind of been the theme of the fantasy season this year. Yeah, well, uh, Lindsay's excellent, so please go and listen to that show. And it's kind of fun to have like NFL trade discussions nowadays 
uh, just because, you know, we've been doing it in fantasy forever, but that's always mm-hmm. been a dead topic in the league. But after the McCaffrey trade and after the Rams won a Super Bowl by going for it, it does seem like we got maybe not like a hot stove like NBA or MLB, but we got we got something sizzling, right? There's got a couple things going around the league, and it's great to talk about for us. Without question, I think uh, I know I mentioned before the Broncos. I think if you have Judy or Sutton on your fantasy teams, you're like, do I keep them? Do I move them? We did a game of uh, buy, sell or hold. It's like, well, there could be the bad thing if the Broncos trade him to like, you know, the Patriots or like the Giants and the Giants are involved with Judy in the offseason. Um, that could probably hurt you. But there's a chance they go to teams with explosive offenses. So, um, yeah, I, I think we'll see it. Definitely. I think the Broncos are a candidate to make a trade with one of their star receivers pretty soon. So I'm totally with you on that. Cool. I know Martin talked a little bit about it with Mark Gunnels on waiver wired. I'm sure it'll come up on minus three later in the week and make sure you also check out the 15 minute pregame show. Mm -hmm. And we have another episode of extra points with Sarah Tiana and Dave doing a bunch of nonsense dropping later today. So thank you so much for joining us. And this is such a rich part of the sports calendar. I hope you continue to enjoy the hockey action, the baseball playoff action, and of course the NFL on Thursday night, we will be back with you on Friday for my final battle with Eddie and, to talk about everything that's coming up during this weekend. I'll probably be pretty NFL heavy, but I'm sure if Perdomo is still around, I will have another Perdomo power play for everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care. (laughs) 